Radio MD. RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Well, you start to see your hips widen out a little and the belly fat keeps coming on and you say, you know, I'm dieting like I used to and I'm exercising, but the weight just seems to be creeping up into that barrel shape that you see older women in. Is that something to do with menopause? Is it hormones? What can we blame it on? My guest today, Dr. Diana Bittner, board certified in obstetrics and gynecology and a certified menopause practitioner. So, Dr. Bittner... What can we blame it on? I mean, is it hormones? Is it lack of hormones? What is it? All of that. That's the tough part. It's it's different for everybody. But as I always say, knowledge is power. And it's really uh, gratifying to see how, as people understand it for themselves, they can then figure out how to not be gaining that weight. Okay. So, so first of all, we have to take stock. We have to look at what's going on and how easily it's creeping up and then what we're doing as far as our, our habits go, right? Or right. can we not control some of it, Dr. Bittner? Well, it just gets harder. I mean, we can't control that part. So just to break it down, there's like two main reasons. Number one is that as we lose muscle mass, our metabolism slows. And that hits us women around... 50-ish, where we start to lose that muscle mass. Let's say that a woman was an elite athlete or, you know, worked out a lot, was always on sports teams and working out and really got to a, a really strong muscle mass early in life. It will take her longer to lose that muscle mass. If another person never really worked out that much, didn't really gain a good muscle mass, she's going to lose that muscle mass sooner and earlier, Right. But if we maintain that muscle mass, then we're going to be able to maintain our weight easier and longer. So number one, got to keep building muscle, strength training, muscle building. The other cause of weight gain at perimenopause and menopause is as we lose our estrogen, we become more insulin resistant. So our body craves sugar, and if we eat it, it goes straight to belly fat. Wow. So with those two things, we can really get rid of a lot of the cause. But it, but it, but it takes hard work no matter what. It does. We absolutely have to make sure that we do, as you say, and weight training helps just so much. And there are certainly other things. So what role do our hormones play in this? Because if, we're, if our insulin resistance... It's, yeah, it must, because, I mean, of course, we're becoming a little more insulin resistant. Exactly. And maybe we're not exercising as much. Or maybe the food reacts different. But what, what role do our hormones play? Well, exactly. So there was a study done um, that showed that women who take patch estrogen in the perimenopause and menopause actually have a lower insulin resistance um, over time. So that was called the KEEPS trial. So one option is to take estrogen if it's safe for you. If you take patch estrogen, then you can minimize that insulin resistance effect. And if at the same time you're uh, getting sugar out of your diet, building muscle at least a couple times a week, um, and then little things like getting enough sleep. When we don't sleep enough, our insulin goes up, which makes us crave sugar, and if we eat it, it goes straight to fat. That's true. So, but the hormones are the basis you know, of the change at the perimenopause. Okay, so hormones. Now, if we go on hormones, and you says pat, you know, you mentioned patch, and mm-hmm. is that going to help... Um, with not only some of the symptoms and things, but the weight gain that that's, that is in the future, that's in our future, can it help us to stave that off as it goes? Yeah, I mean, I, I never would prescribe hormones as a weight loss 
uh, treatment, of course, but I would use it to treat the hot flashes and the night sweats and the vaginal dryness and to prevent osteoporosis. But it has, of course, a wonderful side effect of helping us sleep. And if we sleep, we're much more likely to want to get up and exercise. And if we also have less insulin resistance, then we're not going to start to gain that belly fat. Where women get into trouble is once they start to gain that belly fat, it's so hard to lose. I always talk about belly fat is like putting it in a train station in Siberia. You know, once it's there, it's really hard to get it out. So once we get belly fat, it it's just really hard to get rid of it, and it just it just goes up so easily. So once women gain that first five to 10 pounds of belly fat, it's like it just comes on really quick after that. It does. And then we have to work out harder and feel like we're eating less. And I see all these women, Dr. Bittner, that are in their like 70s and 80s, and they all sort of have the same shape. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and I know that I'm destined to have that shape. It's like, it's like, they're not apple shaped. They're not really barrel shaped. It's just thicker, thicker in the middle. I don't want to be like that. I know you don't have to be. And I take care of a lot of patients who aren't like that. But but the earlier you make those choices, the better. So sort of the ideal situation is that, number one, if it's safe for you, hormone replacement therapy can help a lot to avoid that pattern. Number two, do those seven habits that I always talk about. Get your sleep, drink your water, have daily meditation, daily exercise, and get off the sugar. Um, and the other thing is to make sure we're getting complex carbs at breakfast and a snack and lunch and a snack. And then I really believe no carbs after three o'clock. Just minimize the carbs later in the day, um, but complex carbs during the day and only one simple carb treat during the day. So if we follow that habit, those are the women who are, I had a patient just the other day, she's 70. She was like, can we get through this quick? I, I'm going sailing, you know, and she's taking her hormones. She's exercising. She's sleeping. She's happy. She's in a great relationship. She's just doing so well. And she's like, everybody else my age is like slow, thick, tired. I'm going sailing. Yeah, Give me that's my awesome. Get me out of here. You know, so it's, I do see those women who have made those choices and, um, can choose to take estrogen and are just doing really, really well. It is possible. It is possible, and it certainly is something that we don't have to just accept, but it does get hard. It gets really difficult. It is, and it's just, and then once you, as you say, you put on that first five pounds, it is even more hard to lose that weight once you've put it on. Now, what do you tell women, and you must get this question all the time when they see all those millions of commercials about belly fat with Mm -hmm. age and all Mm -hmm. of that, and and I am going to be one of those women, by the way, Dr. Bittner, that is going skiing and sailing and water skiing. I'm going to be doing that in my 90s. But what do you say to women that say, I saw a commercial last night for this pill that gets rid of my belly fat? I just say there is no magic pill, and if it seems too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Um, those things might work for a short time. So, for example, let's say, heaven forbid, you broke a leg and you couldn't exercise for two months and you gained 15 pounds. You know, some of those metabolism resets might work, you know, so maybe one time to give you a window to reset everything. But it's not a long-term sustainable solution. It might help you sort of get back to a place, but then to have a plan to sustain after that. You know, so that's my answer, that there is no magic pill. 
but sometimes those big resets can give us a chance to start over. You just and you can't mentioned keep doing the, it that way. And the carbohydrates at night, and you know, just when you're telling us to do that is at the age when, boy, we just crave that bread, and we mm-hmm. crave that salty food. So in the last 30, 40 seconds here, your best advice for women, weight gain, belly fat as we enter peri and menopause. Uh, consider hormones, ask your doctor, find a menopause practitioner in your area, but once you get off those simple carbs for 10 days, you won't crave it anymore. Okay, you might crave a little bit, but you're not going to crave it as much anymore. So get off the simple carbs. You only get one a day. So one glass of wine or one piece of chocolate or one piece of bre- you know white bread or simple carb bread, one serving of white rice, that's it, one per day. And the rest of your carbs are complex carbs for energy, lots of veg, lots of protein. Make good choices. I don't like the one glass of wine. That was a great wrap-up. I just didn't like the one glass of wine part. But all the (laughs) rest of it I can do. I can can follow all the rest. I can follow all the rest of it. Thank you so much, Dr. Benner. And she's a nice recurring guest here where we get some great menopause and hormonal expert information. Information you can rely on and credible, honest information. That's what we do here at Radio MD. So share these shows with your friends, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD, and stay well. <laughs>